This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, members of Congress want to make sure Veterans Affairs is doing all it can for those who served in Afghanistan. Meanwhile, there are still some federal employees who are currently stuck in the Middle Eastern country. And a new rule says Russian energy can no longer power U.S. bases in Europe. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Over 30 senators are pushing the Department of Veterans Affairs to step up its outreach efforts to the 2 million people who served in the global war on terror. VA recently sent out links to its mental health programs and encouraged veterans to seek them out. But senators say it's not enough. 18 to 34-year-old veterans have some of the highest suicide rates among former service members. Senators say VA should be more proactive about connecting veterans who served in Afghanistan to the department's benefits and services. The U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan leaves some federal employees behind. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. House Foreign Affairs Committee ranking member Michael McCall says more than 500 journalists employed by the U.S. Agency for Global Media and their families remain in Afghanistan following the U.S. withdrawal. McCall says 50 agency staffers so far have been evacuated. McCall says he's calling on President Joe Biden and the State Department to come up with a plan to get these individuals out of the country as soon as possible. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Army and Marine Corps would launch a pilot program to improve the safety of tactical vehicles if a House bill becomes law. The bill from Congressman Anthony Brown and Rob Whitman would require the services to install black box data recorders in vehicles to prevent and review rollover accidents. The bill is named after Marine First Lieutenant Hugh Connor McDowell, who died in a 2019 training accident. The Government Accountability Office finds 123 soldiers and Marines died in tactical vehicle accidents between 2010 and 2019. The probationary period for Defense Department employees is up for debate again. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The House Armed Services Committee wants to reinstate a one-year probationary period for defense civilian employees. It usually serves as a trial for new hires to ensure they're a good fit for the job. DOD employees currently earn full federal job protections after completing a two-year trial period. Now the House Committee wants to include probationary period changes in the 2022 Defense Authorization Bill. The committee will debate the bill and consider amendments today. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. U.S. bases in Europe are no longer allowed to use energy from Russia. A final rule from the Defense Acquisition Regulation System this week implements a provision in the 2020 National Defense Authorization Act, which bars acquisition contracts for energy sourced from inside Russia. The move is to promote energy security within Europe. Waivers are available when necessary, however. Companies have until October 1st to submit proposals to help build a new mesh satellite communications network for the Defense Department. The Space Development Agency says it expects to make multiple awards to help build the Tranche 1 transport layer of the National Defense Space Architecture. The initial network is envisioned as hundreds of interconnected small satellites providing low-latency, high-volume communications. SDA says the network will serve as the backbone for the Pentagon's new Joint All-Domain Command and Control concept. 
The Defense Health Agency just put out a contract potentially worth billions of dollars for managing its IT transformation. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Perspecta beat out six other competitors to win DHA's Military Health System Enterprise IT Services Integrator contract. The potential 10-year deal has a $2 billion order ceiling. Perspecta and partner Capgemini Government Solutions are on contract to manage what DHA says is a multi-source approach to its IT transformation. The agency says the program will consolidate services and reduce costs. The initial term of the deal lasts a year, with nine one-year follow-on options. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management is turning to a familiar IT modernization playbook. OPM Chief Information Officer Guy Cavallo says he's offering more training and reskilling opportunities for OPM IT employees. The agency is reimbursing IT employees who complete and pass cloud certification exams. Cavallo also hopes to take advantage of the Technology Modernization Fund and a potential IT Working Capital Fund to pay for more modernization efforts. He says he issued two TMF proposals to help OPM adopt more cloud and zero-trust solutions. Two CIOs are on the move to new jobs. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Dominic Cassatt is the new Chief Information Officer at the State Department's Intelligence and Research Bureau. Bob Costello is coming back to government to take over as the CIO of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and the Homeland Security Department. These are just two of the latest changes in the federal technology community. Cassatt joined State from the Department of Veterans Affairs, where he's been acting CIO since January and worked at VA since 2016. Costello rejoins DHS after a short stint in industry. He's previously worked at Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And with an estimated improper payment rate of 10%, the Labor Department is bringing renewed focus on its oversight of unemployment insurance. Labor created the Office of Unemployment Insurance Modernization to lead the department's effort to work with state agencies and federal partners to modernize and reform the unemployment insurance system. Yvette Mefta will be the director of the new unit's UI modernization efforts. She will work closely with Labor's Office of the CIO, the Employment and Training Administration, and the Assistant Secretary for Management and Administration to carry out a four-pronged approach to improving these processes. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.